Welcome to the Bards FM podcast. This is Scott Kesterson, and tonight you're listening to Choose a Side, Choose a Path. This war is real. Fighting is everything. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. Tempt not the righteous man to draw his sword. Conviction, righteousness, ruthlessness. To understand tolerance, you have to understand the line of intolerance. War is the teacher, soldiers are the students. They become the bards of war. Good evening, patriots, and today is Tuesday, May 10th in the year 2022. We have a lot to cover tonight in this war that's continuing to grow. And the most important thing is that we as a body of Christians fighting for this nation, for the very foundations on which it was built, have to start deciding where we want to walk. There's no more time for middle ground. There's no more time for lollygagging around. It's time to get into this fight and be serious about winning this fight of truth. Before we begin tonight, make sure you're getting plenty of rest. And the best place to get rest and the products for great rest One is in your bed, obviously, but you need great sheets and great pillows to make that happen. And there's no better place to do that than with MyPillow. And I've got a great message here from Mike Lindell. Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. And as you know, my passion is to help each and every one of you get the best sleep of your life. That's why I created my new Giza Dreams bed sheets. I started by using the world's best cotton called Giza. It's only grown in a region between the Sahara Desert, the Mediterranean Sea, and the Nile River. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. I guarantee you they'll be the most comfortable sheets you'll ever own. I do not like my sheets. I love my Giza Dream sheets. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you can buy one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or you can get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com. Use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products well page it says mypillow.com forward slash bards that's the bards nation's landing page your promo code is bards b-a-r-d-s all sorts of tremendous savings on the buy one get one free offer and offered there by mike lindell and my pillow so head on over to mypillow.com use your promo code bards you can also talk to a real live person, a Patriot Pillow Counselor, by calling 800-975-2939, 800-975-2939, and they will hook you right up. So again, mypillow.com forward slash Bards, promo code Bards. Patriots, I'm going to begin tonight with seven minutes of an outstanding discussion by one of America's best pastors, truly, and he was at Bards Fest. This is John Benzinger from Phoenix in Redeemer Church. I want you to hear this because he's stepping it up and the way that I wish we'd have every pastor in the country step up. This is a fantastic framing of what war we're currently in and what he's doing about it to keep people or to get people informed and get them involved in the fight. So listen to this. You're going to enjoy this seven minutes. Thanks for being here, and if you are watching, thank you for watching. If you're a guest, my name's John. I get to be one of the pastors here, and uh, happy Mother's Day to all the moms out there. Absolutely. 
We wouldn't be here without you, literally. But in all seriousness, you have one of the most thankless jobs in all the world. And it's good that at least one day a year, you are recognized for the love and care and awesomeness that you give to all of our lives. So on behalf of all the non-moms here and watching, thank you. We love you dearly. Question though, am I even allowed to talk about moms today at all? Motherhood is taking quite a hit in our culture right now, isn't it? Women in general are under attack. And you might be wondering, what in the world is going on? What happened to the world that I once knew? What happened to normal? You've been asking those questions? The reason you've been, you're asking those questions is because we're in the middle of a mostly nonviolent civil war in our nation. The war isn't geographical. It's not even political. It's theological. It's a war of worldviews, the Judeo-Christian worldview of the Bible on the one side, which is the basis of our laws and institutions, namely what has been normal for centuries. That's on the one side. On the other side is the atheistic, man-centered worldview of secularism. This battle's been raging for centuries, but it's been supercharged by the introduction into our culture of the radical, tyrannical, and just plain evil worldview of Marxist socialism. This is not merely politics that Christians should just stay out of. The war is coming for us whether we like it or not, and that's because Marxism is a worldview, reaches into every area of life, not just politics and government. No, it impacts law, philosophy, entertainment, finance, business, the arts, education, the humanities, the media, theology, religion, and even church. Many of you are here at Redeemer because elements of this worldview infiltrated your church. It's quite possibly the fastest growing religious movement of all of our lives, making this war a war that we must fight and a war that we must win. If we don't, Marxism doesn't exactly have a track record of uh, protecting life, human rights, and freedom, right? It justifies evil, hatred, violence, and revolution. So much so, in fact, that tens of millions of innocent people were murdered by Marxists in the 20th century alone. Since it seeks to assimilate all of life, you and I, we need to be equipped. So we decided to let two of the world's experts on today's brand of socialism host a workshop here at Redeemer called The Theology of Marxism. It's a Thursday night, all day Friday, Saturday morning workshop. It will not be live streamed, but the videos will be up quickly within the week. It'll cover the ideology of Marxism as we're seeing it today, how we got to where we are today, what it believes, what its goals are, and how to defeat it. There'll be teachings, panel discussions, and Q&As all to help you understand how this is creeping into your life and what to do to stop it. Now, just so you know, one of the speakers, James Lindsay, is an atheist. He creates the materials all anti-woke leaders refer to. He may be the very best at what he does, so I want the very best to come and equip you with what he knows. Again, this is a truth war, and God in his common grace often allows non-Christians to see the problems clearly and to understand how to fix them and to be a conviction to the Christians who are slow to get on, to, to get on the same page. 
God did this in the Revolutionary War, combining the work of Christians and non-Christians to give us our country. He's done it throughout world history, and he's doing it again now with non-Christians like James Lindsay and others who see the threat and don't just see it, but are eager to fight it. Also, there's nothing sacred about this space here, so he's not going to be defiling it by being here. The church is the people, right? It's not the building we meet in. And he's not going to preach on the weekend. He's not going to evangelize you with atheism. And he's not going to try to refute Christianity. He's here because we have a common enemy and a common goal of defeating it for our good and for future generations. I've met pastors who were jailed under Marxism. If that happens here or worse, I want to be able to tell my kids and my grandkids, I tried. I I tried to do something. I didn't retreat from this war. I did something to try to stop it. Also, my hope is that him being around all of you, your kindness, your love, your passion for truth, that all of you will plant seeds in his heart that God will use one day to open his eyes to his sin and his need for a savior. One last thing. If you're wondering this, I don't see this as a distraction from the gospel at all. The gospel is going to spread whether we are free, in chains, or all executed. Marxism is another gospel. It is a cult. It is a false religion. And in the words of 2 Corinthians 10.5, we all must try to destroy it. Just like we do with the ideology of Mormonism. Just like we're trying to do at the end of the month with the ideology of Roman Catholicism. Or any other ideology that raises itself up against the knowledge of God. And as we defeat Marxism, the truth of the gospel becomes clear for people. And the freedom we've enjoyed in this nation for 250 years will continue. A freedom, by the way, which has led to the greatest expansion of the gospel in the history of the world. So this workshop is about equipping you to stand and fight for the truth. And because the people putting on the conference here want you to attend, they've given us a 50% off discount code. So if you, you can see the website up there online, sovereignnations.com, there is limited space for this conference, limited to the size of this room. And so when you register, make sure to put in the promo code RBCAZ, lowercase, hit the apply button, it's 50% off. Now, if you have any questions, if you have cries of shock or anger or joy, please do the biblical thing, which is what? Come talk to me, right? Come talk to me about it. As you know, I'm at the door, at the back. I'm here all day. Be happy to talk with you. Pastor John Benzinger, absolutely bringing it home on this one, making a conference to educate people on communism with some of the best out there. This is one of the best things any pastor has done. And I just love this because this is just there's just not been enough of this. And he's got the right perspective. This is about a war. You hear me talk about it all the time. But it's just so wonderful to hear another pastor just call it out. Communism is a false ideology. It's a false religion. And it has to be stopped, period. And that is what our role is, and our role must be ruthless in this fight. So let's take a look at where we are right now with this rundown of the current events. Take a listen. So gas prices are at an all-time high. 
Inflation highest in 40 years. Stock market plummeting. Approval ratings in the tank. Food shortages. Baby formula shortages. Record crime. Record burglaries. Murders, shootings. Record overdoses. Rampant homelessness. Sky high cost of living. Unbelievable censorship. Corruption in the highest halls of power. Record profits for the most corrupt corporations. Tens of billions of dollars sent to a corrupt country. Getting us involved in a hot war with a nuclear power for the first time in history. Record crossings at the border. Sky high national debt. The oldest president in history. The lowest approval for a VP in history. An unprecedented first of its kind draft leak of a Supreme Court decision. Undefinable basic words. Identity confusion and indoctrination of the youth in mass. A ministry of truth. Destruction of the nuclear family. A rising threat from the East. And still so few paying attention. Just like they want. Yep, just like they want. That's the State of the Union. That's what we currently have. And this has always been about us taking action. There's when way too many people. And I put, the, I put a lot of weight on what I call the pew marshmallows that have been out there waiting for somebody to step in and fix it for them. And I'm, I'm just literally at the, my peak of that level of stupid. We have an obligation in this nation and always have to take responsibility in our communities and fight. And it's necessary. And that means in fighting, that means getting actively involved, waking people up, standing with the gospel and using that as the power and force in which we can transform and change. But you can't sit back and just wait for this thing to go away because this tsunami is here and it's everywhere. And the whole thing is it starts right at the top as far as this hand puppet we call a president. I don't, but obviously some do. And it begins with the very lies. Listen to this from, right from the mouth of the fake Joe Biden or whatever he is and Milton Friedman, amazing brain. So take a listen to this. Sick of this stuff. We have to talk about it because the American people think the reason for inflation is government spending more money. Simply not true. Inflation is made in Washington because only Washington can create money. This is Milton Friedman. And any other attribution of, to other groups of inflation is wrong. Consumers don't produce it. Producers don't produce it. The trade unions don't produce it. Foreign sheiks don't produce it. Oil imports don't produce it. What produces it is too much government spending and too much government creation of money and nothing else. That's absolutely correct. And we've created a mass body of this in the nation which is counter to the way the nation was supposed to be designed and run. We were supposed to have a nation where everyone was subordinate to God and then government was subordinate to the people. That's right in the first, in the first well, actually the second paragraph of the Declaration of Independence, very clearly put. And it also is, we are one of the only countries, if not the only country, that in our founding document, it explicitly states that we have a duty to overthrow a government that becomes a tyranny. This is what we have. Those two sorts of responsibilities are massive, and that is completely in line with Scripture. We must overthrow the tyranny to allow God's world to exist, period. Now, what we, what we have to continue to do is to continue to stand up and to realize how much is really happening here, because part of what's happening is the reveal and the truth is coming out. There's many people that don't want to hear it, and unfortunately, it's not exclusive to the progressive side. There are many people, and I will refer to it again in the, in the conservative class and in, in the pew marshmallow class, they don't want to hear that this world is as bad as it is. 
Blinders on, earplugs in. Don't want to see. Don't want to believe. It is this bad. And it is an absolute necessity that we do everything we can to bring people to the understanding that we are not fighting from a Republican or Democratic perspective. This is about a reset of the nation to put God back on the throne in all things. And parties have nothing to do with it. In fact, it's one party, two faces. But here's a really good debate that just happened. And this is the sort of brutality that we need in the public square. Now, ear warning, there is an F-bomb at the end of this piece, so just be aware. This right here is just common sense. We need to walk as free people. We need to remember that the Constitu- that COVID does not trump the U.S. Constitution. And this right here fucking savage. We need people who are going to be fighters. We don't need people who are globalists in the way that they have lived their lives and ran their business. And although I think you're a magnanimous individual, but you and your corporation, McCormick, you are a part of the WEF, the World Economic Forum, you as well as you, um, uh, Oz. Don't! uh, They're both part of the World Economic Forum. Gosh, I wish she hadn't mentioned that I'm a bootlicker for my lord and master, Klaus. You'll own nothing and be happy, And that right there is exactly how you do it. That's called leadership. When you call them out right to their face. Absolutely. And Oz is a member of the World Economic Forum. That was a good little endorsement there, Trump. Nice job. What a bunch of garbage. These people have to be exposed. And we absolutely have to keep the pressure on them to keep keep them exposed. Now, Candace Owens did an awesome thing recently. She just went to the head of the BLM leader's home and confronted her oh this poor lady she's just so brokenhearted take a listen to this four minute meltdown and right-wing pundits are creating a incredibly and have created an incredibly dangerous environment for me um this morning i woke up to candace owens being outside of my house with a news crew um She was demanding that I come outside. Um, And uh, when I looked at the video recording of what she was asking about, she was actually asking about the Black Lives Matter Global Network Foundation property. Uh, And for some reason, seems like she thought my house was that. Because it is. Um, It's unacceptable and it's dangerous that anybody, any stranger come outside of my house. But it's really unacceptable and dangerous when Candace Owens, another black woman who is actually working as a part of a right wing agenda, comes outside of my house with cameras. Call the police. Oh, wait. Um, As you you know, I've experienced and many of us have experienced death threats. Um, many of us are chil- have children. Um, many of us are um, uh, super vulnerable. And uh, the fact that she's came outside my house and demanded things harassed me uh, is unacceptable. It is unacceptable. And I'm going to keep doing the work I need to do to make sure that I'm in right relationship with my community, but I'm not going to let the right wing 
and right-wing pundits and media try to drive me against my community and have the community driven against me. I'm begging and pleading with all of you all to pay attention to what's happening to me and to many other people. The religion of me. Many other leaders inside of this movement pay attention to what's happening because what happened to me today has the potential to open up a floodgates, the floodgates of many other right-wing people. Not a potential, it's happening. That may next time be bearing arms. That may next time be more violent. This is unacceptable. Like burning down Black Minneapolis? That's not to fight for our rights, for our right to live without being harassed, without being um without fearing for our lives, without having people, strangers show up to our private and personal property. Huh. How'd that go to St. Louis? Um I I'm just I'm 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 still in shock. Um thank God I called obviously my team um because there's no more police community for black community for black movement community here in Los Angeles. Um, I just, I just really, really like crocodile tears. Here to come. Y'all really need my family to be safe. Oh, I need to be safe. I need my child to be safe. And this, this, what happened this morning is not safety. Get some Kleenex. It's not what I deserve. It's not what any of us deserve. No. It's so sad. <laughs> so just be diligent when you see shit in the media. What's the problem? When you see shit that's being talked about, oh. please be diligent. Oh. Because they are purposefully doing this. They are purposefully damn right. It's war building a wedge between black people because they know that when we are together, we're stronger. And they've You're seen not. what we've You're done. You're a bunch of hooligans. This last decade, they've seen what we've done. What did you do? And you so boarded a bunch of babies. Trying to destroy us. They're trying to destroy me. They're trying to destroy the movement. Yes, we are. Fantastic. Oh, what? Man, oh, man, drop that one up for the victory column right there. Oh, man, that was good. All right, Patriots, so we're moving along here. See, you got to understand that as truth comes rolling out, these people who have been all part of a hive mind, communists are weak individually. They don't like to be singled out. They only are successful when they can build up gang mentality and they can vulturize those of innocence. How many people did Black Lives Matter stomp on, beat on? Oh, wait a minute. Wasn't there a bunch of people shot and like half cities burned down? <gasps> all in the name of unity. All in the name of living better. Whatever. I'll tell you. Now, here's one for you on Roe versus Wade. And this is for just, I just want women to understand this piece. This is important because Roe versus Wade has been a functional issue of creating abortion for a couple of reasons, and you'll hear it in this piece. One, so that there's no accountability and women 
and I'm going to say this and it's brutal, but if, when you hear this, tell me that the whole underlying text here isn't women get to sleep to the top of their job ranking while not having to worry about getting pregnant. And by the way, since you don't have to get pregnant or worry about it, you can become a better economic slave. Take a listen to this. Can affect our economy. The ability to have full control over one's reproductive health has real world economic consequences. According to the Institute for Women's Policy Research, current state-level abortion restrictions already cost the United States about $105 billion annually due to reduced earning levels, increased job turnover, and time off for women. So, Secretary Yellen, uh, if the I swear draft she's a head. of the court's majority holding in Roe versus Way is the actual decision, what impact will the loss of abortion access mean economically for women? Take a listen. Well, I believe that eliminating the right of women to make decisions about when and whether to have children would have very damaging effects um, on the economy and would set women back decades. Roe v. Wade and access to reproductive health care, including abortion, helped lead to increased labor force participation. It enabled uh, many women to finish school that increased their earning potential. <laughs> what was that? It allowed women to plan and balance their families and careers. And research also shows that it had a favorable impact on the well-being and earnings um, of, of children. Um, there are many research studies that have been done um, over the years looking at the economic mm-hmm. impacts of access or lack thereof to abortion, and it makes clear that denying women access to abortion increase their odds of living in poverty or need for public assistance. For half of the uh, population of America, eliminating a right that has existed for half a century, particularly for low-income and minority women who have already shouldered much of the burden from the COVID pandemic, would be a a disaster. I I think I've been... I think I went to the wrong health education course. I didn't know abortions were spontaneous. I didn't know they just happened, and then all of a sudden they happen, and then like, oh, we have a problem, like apples growing on a tree or something. These people are unbelievable. And if you listen to what they're saying, the whole idea of abortion has been to encourage people to just have a unrelenting sex whenever you want, do whatever you want, live freely, the culture, the religion of me, And don't worry about consequences. That's the whole piece here. And it's all the backbone of this besides destroying the entire nuclear family and the relationship between the mom and the child is to create a world where everything is open to do. Destroy children, have a good time, and while you do it, women, you're going to become a better working slave. Good job. But that's not all that's going on. The economy is continuing to quake and shake and roll. Be ready. Home prices are apparently starting to come down. Home prices are about to drop 10 to 30%. Okay. And people buying homes, mortgage and real estate industry is going to get hit very, very hard. Okay. It's natural. This is going to happen. And folks are going to sit there saying, what the hell do I do? Because I can still only afford what? $3,000 a month. Rent control ain't going to change. Rent's going to go stay the same, if not even go higher. Because when shit like this hits the fan, guess what uh, renters do? They say, well, listen, you can't afford to buy, buy a house anyways. So you got to pay 
10% more rent. Right. So rather than your rent being $3,000 a month, it's $3,300 a month. Inflation comes back and hurts the people that we wanted to protect initially. The government doesn't want to protect anybody. And the inflation is all part of their scam of trying to crush people to get them to comply to their next option, which is the paths that people are going to be placed in to choose. Are you going to choose that path of faith? And really, as we talked about last night, and we'll go over it again a bit tonight, Habakkuk, where it is you have to live by faith to get through this phase, or are you going to break and have your will broken and walk into the easy path and be handed a forever ticket of a UBI, universal basic income, and a diet of GMO lettuce and lab-grown meat? I mean, that's literally their world. And if you want to wonder what that's going to look like, take a look at those 300-square-foot boxes that Shanghai's prototyping that I'm sure they're going to be happy to bring over here to a city near you, especially if it's a blue one. This whole time right now, the beauty of this time is everything's becoming visible if you have eyes to see and willing to see it. And the thing is we have an obligation to bring that to people as much as possible because what they're trying to distract from, oh, by the way, I forgot about the Johnny Depp thing. I didn't even know what was going on. I guess this has become a big rage with people to follow whatever that's about. Didn't follow Epstein, but we're going to follow Johnny Depp. Cultural icon icons, I idolatry all over the place, people being distracted with every squirrel that jumps across the trail. And what are they trying to pull you away from? The biggest things that they're trying to pull you away from, obviously, are the great reset in the economy, the destruction that they've already waged by this injection, which is a massive one. They don't want you looking deep into Ukraine because that's all child sex trafficking and money laundering. And of course, the big one that's coming up in 12 days is the WHO vote. Don't forget, 12 days time. The World Health Assembly is convening in order to vote to remove the sovereignty of 195 countries. They are revising Article 12 of the International Health Regulations to remove the requirement that the Director General convene with and get agreement from the countries in declaration of an international health emergency. So that gives them control. That gives them power. And just in case there's an issue with compliance, they're setting up a compliance committee. Now, I, let me ask you this. Why? Would you need to set up a compliance committee if what you're doing is for the good of everyone? Why would you have to be worried about compliance from countries if what you're doing is for the betterment of the world? And no, these people don't care about our Constitution. Nobody cares about our Constitution except for us. Except for us, because we have always been the front line of defense and the last line of defense for the Constitution of the United States. And that means Bible in hand. We are ready to fight, and we have to be, because these people are going to do everything they can to strip it away, and it's going to go down to your local area, and it's whether you're going to comply and or, or defy, quite bluntly. And if people are going to start complying to this who nonsense that now can override any nation and dictate when there's going to be a pandemic, there's that sovereignty is gone, and it's going to be given away by the idiots that can't have a backbone to stand up. We don't need any more marshmallows. We need spines and we need people with, with some chutzpah. But there's 194 countries that are on the docket for this, but only 193 are going to be included in the WHO vote. I wonder why that is. So there is a 194 countries total. They are wanting to dissolve 193 countries of this sovereignty. This, not this Sunday, but the following Sunday, on the 22nd of May, 
193, but there's 194 countries. Well, Russia does not have a federalized banking system that is owned by Rothschild. They're also not owned by Rockefeller. They're also not owned by any of the 13 families that own literally every other country in the world. They don't own Russia. Russia is excluded from the 13 families. But the 13 families owns every other country, though. So that is 193 countries that they own. So Russia is the only country that is excluded from this because they are not owned by the 13 families. Except they don't own me, and unless you let them, they don't own you because God gave us sovereign rights in this nation, and we shall defend. Bottom line, they want you to comply with all the fear so that they can sweep away all your rights. Say no, defy, and they have no power whatsoever. But don't worry, because hand puppet Joe Biden is going to make sure that the food supplies are okay, because apparently Putin's causing all the problems. Okay. It's a little rowdy in here today. All right. Um, tomorrow, uh, the president will visit a family farm in Kankakee, Illinois, with the Secretary of Agriculture, Tom Vilsack, to discuss the impact of President Putin's invasion of Ukraine on the rise in food prices at home and abroad. He's going to talk about the support we need to continue to give to farmers uh, to help pro uh, continue to produce more and more domestically to help address the food shortages that we're seeing in some parts of the world. Uh, we know that U.S. agricultural exports can help address that and can play an important role. Just as we are providing weapons, we are going to work on doing more we can to support farmers to provide more wheat and other food around the world. He'll talk about that tomorrow. Uh, we'll, also, we'll also see tomorrow morning the latest inflation numbers for the month of April, and the President will deliver remarks on the effect of Putin's price hike on the cost of food and energy, and his administration's actions to support farmers and food processors lower their costs and lower prices for families. Everything in our economy is Putin's fault. You're paying $5, almost $5 for gas because of Putin. You have no fertilizer because of Putin. Your costs all the way across the board, you don't have any beans because of Putin. You can't get wheat because of Putin. It's all Putin's fault. Cost of living has gone up because of Putin. The rent's gone up because of Putin. Everything's Putin's fault. And you're going to have to eat grown, lab-grown meat because of Putin. <laughs> I'll tell you, Vlad, you're, this is one heck of a guy. I'll tell you, all these years we've been at standoff with Russia and suddenly one man, one president completely collapses our economy with just like waving his little finger and the bingo, the way it goes. What we're witnessing right now is a total implosion of the dollar. The ruble has been pegged to gold. Countries are now pivoting from the dollar to ruble and rumimbi. So we are not going to be seeing a happy dollar for a while. It's going to be continue to slide. And so they're going to throw everything they can at the Russia, Russia, Russia narrative because there's a whole bunch of drones out here that are going to be accepting the Russia, Russia, Russia narrative because for four years it's been drilled into their brain and it's like hardwired now. And they just can't let it go. They can't believe it. So this, they can't believe anything else other than that. They can't possibly believe that BlackRock and Blackstone and Vanguard might actually be behind the strings of pulling all this thing apart, that they might intentionally be trying to design a collapse in the economy so that we get to it like a 1929 all over again times two, three, four, or five, and that's where we're heading. But here's the whole thing is if it collapses and if people panic and they lose their mind and run to the state, the state is going to win those people. 
The strength of all of this is being one, wise like Joseph. Get your silos filled. Two, be prepared and don't be disturbed by the crazy. God's going to take care of all of those who follow him. And that is where the true test of faith is right now. And this is not new, by the way. Or did you forget about the 1.5 million buffalo? Hey, do you remember the time that the United States government killed 1.5 million buffalo in order to starve the Native Americans into becoming dependent upon the government? You don't remember that? Oh. Hmm. Did that happen? Yes, sir. I don't know. Did it happen? Of course it happened. And that's when they started giving them white rice and it was completely objectionable to the Native Americans. They just starved them out, took away all of the Native hunting that they needed to survive. Huh. That's almost like food processing plants that spontaneously combust. Most amazing thing ever. I did not realize until recently how explosive potatoes, lettuce, and, and raw milk were. It's incredible. And also, I guess potato chips was another one. Incredible. I didn't realize that they could just spontaneously explode like this and just burn up everywhere. These people are waging a war systematically to take out food production, to starve out Americans, to run the cost of food up, and then to force them into this new investment, which is being run by Vanguard and BlackRock in these new mega facilities like 80 acres under roof where they're doing vertical agriculture, you're using CRISPR and GMO technology to produce greens and one other product, which is lab-grown meat. So what you're looking at here are the choices. Your diet is the intend to change your diet for you because apparently you don't have the right to choose what you eat. Your new diet's going to be lettuce greens and some veggie meat or some lab-grown meat, and you're going to like it. You'll own nothing. You'll rent everything, and you shall be happy there, little slave. Keep on trucking. What we need here, though, is a little common sense from some Russians. And I like this sort of common sense. So if you're having bad dreams about Ukraine, let this Russian diplomat help you out. If you cannot sleep because of Russia-Ukrainian conflict, uh, there are some advices uh, to, to, to calm you down. First, imagine that this is happening in Africa. Imagine this is happening in the Middle East. Imagine Ukraine is Palestine. Imagine Russia is the United States. Yeah, that's a good way of starting it. <laughs> in other words, grow up. Be patriots, all of us. Be strong. Don't be wrapped with anxiety at all. There's nothing to be anxious about. God's got this. We're doing just fine. We're walking just fine. And everything is turning out just fine. We are in a fantastic place. The truth is being revealed. And in this time, we have everything in control, literally as people. Not this isn't some Q quote. This is the literally action of people rising up and starting to see through this and taking a stand. But it's not going to be a smooth road because roads like this are never smooth. We've had way too many years of this cancer infiltrating down and a micro minority, which is approximately a million people that apparently identify as LGBTQ, whatever else the alphabet letter soup is. And they run under the rainbow flag and then they've got an affiliated crazy group of probably another three or four million people that all think that they can snip their weenies off and be something different. We are dealing with all sorts of crazies out here. 
that are so upside down in their confusion of gender that they're and they've completely identified themselves through gender. And now Mayor Lightfoot is telling them to be prepared to take arms. This is our moment. <laughs> I'm so scared. We're going to be dealing with hormone driven, crazy men who now think they're women and are either dealing with a snip and tuck or women that have chest wraps. I don't, I mean, this is what sounds like the most frightening army in the world. Not. We have it all in our control as long as we keep the right attitude and walk with God in this whole thing. You have to be strong. You have to step away from the noise. Look at this from a good sense of humor, but don't take it lightly. These people are ruthless. They are reckless, and they have one thing in mind, to destroy this entire nation, and if they had their way, to destroy all of Christianity. Guess what? Ain't going to happen. So stay informed. Keep informed. Learn as much as you can about what the enemy does. And, of course, we'll continue to cover that right here. And above all, pray, because the strength of prayer is beyond anything that we can imagine. And that's not taking prayer lightly. That's prayer as a weapon. And that's exactly where we need to be. So, Patriots, it is that time. Let's pray. Father, we come to you today very focused, very humbled, very blessed today by an amazing message we begin today's show with by John Benzinger and just such an empowering message that we just pray that many other churches and pastors will follow his lead. This is a time when we need to see the rise and the rekindling of the black robe to once again lead the people as we continue to do each day with the strength in your word, the strength in faith, and the strength in our convictions to def- to destroy this evil that has now tried to corrupt and take over this nation, a nation which you gave to us to steward and to build from with you on the throne and government subordinate to us. Let us remember what our duty here in this nation by our own contract as citizens and equally by our duty to biblical scripture, we must confront and destroy this evil. It is our duty. Father, guide us in this time. Lead us in all that we do. Give us eyes to see and ears to hear. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. All right, patriots. Lots ahead. There's paths to choose. Choose the right one. That's the narrow path, the path to life. The other path is going to be the one they're going to entice you with. They're going to squeeze you on. They're going to try to make life so unbearable that you'll choose by your free will the path that they want you in to enslave you forever. As long as you keep God in your heart, as long as you keep Christ before you, this will not happen. But you have to have faith, faith above all. And when you have faith, there's nothing to worry about. So keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the fight. Keep your prayers up for this nation. We need a lot of prayers for healing and awakening. To bring the hearts together to accept Christ in their heart and to walk boldly with God. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will win. Though I think sometimes he's shaking his head going, uh, yeah, I did create you. And yes, he did. And we're proud of it because we're the remnant and we're going to crush this thing. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you tonight for Fishers of Men. Until then or until the next time, God bless and out for now. We shall pay any price, bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty.
every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable, that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made. Therefore, they can be solved by man. And man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable. And we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships, as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer, to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who move forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy, the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples, it has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight. We push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist. We pray, we stand, we live by the words, in God we trust, we fear nothing, we are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. 
We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.